show us your tips. Progroup Racing, Dag and Beaver with you. Look towards Saturday Racing. Beaver, the carnival is well and truly over in Sydney. But we've still got 10 races to get through there, more or less. And uh, an OK card at Caulfield to back it up as we head towards the Queensland Racing Carnival. Beaver, what's going on, mate? Ah, uh, mate, it's a pretty quiet week. Uh, back from back from holidays, uh, back into the swing of it, mate. And uh, preparing for another week, another long weekend, which is uh, a nicety. Yeah, hard to complain when they link up together. A bit of top coming up on the weekend. Uh, quite likely, mate. <laughs> uh, we'll see how we go with that. But uh, we might kick off the racing this week with Randwick, where we are on a currently heavy track. We might get a little bit better. I'm not sure there's too much more rain around. Uh, and rail at 11 to the 1,000, uh, from the 1,000 to the winning post, 8 the remainder. I'm thinking you probably don't want to be too far from the rail again, is the hunch I've got. Any thoughts? Yeah, I think that might be the case, Um it seemed to be the pattern uh, last week as well. Um, on pace, up near the lead, near the rail. Um, if you can control the speed, then hard to get past. All right, let's get into the first, which is the two-year-olds over the 1,100 metres. How are we going to kick off the day? Yeah, tricky little affair here. Um, hard to get a line through the various lines of form here. I'm going for the Waterhouse uh, trained command approved. Uh, I thought its first race start, it was pretty good. Uh, then stepped up into some better company races and wasn't disgraced um, behind some pretty decent horses. Uh, it's trialled well for this. I think it'll go forward um, and probably try and cross and lead, and um, that might be uh, good enough to get it home. Yeah, I I found the same horse. I, I wasn't quite sure what to make of that Zoo Gotcha race on the real heavy there and just the way the, the track might play. Tim Clark straight at the front. Trials have been okay, and... Uh, uh, I was the other sort of chance I'd given to was Basquiat, who's just come out. I've noticed, but um, I think it's not a bad play to start the day there at each way price. Command approved in the first, which is interesting. Um, tricky couple of races coming up next, which been away for a few preparations for the sales coming up. Haven't been able to really dive into the midway and the highway. Have you got much in these two? I haven't got uh, much at all in the in the next here. Um, really hard to line this form up. Uh, yeah, look, I, I don't have a tip for anybody, really. And the highway? The highway, um, I had two horses that I thought were, were good chances. Um, Miss Ostend, um, not so sure about the, the Canberra form, but um, I thought it could run well at a decent price and I couldn't uh, not let you down and think that resuming uh, Freedom Square from the Masara stable um, oh, there it is. could be improved this preparation. Um I didn't want to. I didn't want to tip it, but I think this horse has a little bit of ability, and I think it might it might run well fresh here. Uh, I don't, suited over the fourteen hundred. I didn't even think of it. I don't have my alarm ready, but uh, I'd be I'd be disappointed if you didn't. So yeah, no. Uh Finding that we get back into now the rest of the card. I feel really dirty because basically it's just J Mac on favourites, and I couldn't find a lot to beat them. So we kick off with a benchmark eight eight over the eighteen hundred metres where. This is the first of these. James McDonald, Chris Waller, uh, Elias, nice enough Australian debut. Tick over trial since. Uh, and I couldn't find anything to beat it, really. Uh, I thought Mr. G might run well, but uh, struggled to trust it as a horse. So it's the first of the J-Mac um, favourites I'm putting on top for the day. What are you doing here? 
Yeah, same, same. I thought um, the first up run was pretty good over the 1400, got back and finished off nicely. The step up in distance will suit here, had some okay form overseas. Um, this is this is as weak a race this horse will ever face if it doesn't win this. Yeah. Um, yeah, off to the knackery because it's no good. But, yeah, it looks too good for these. Race five is a 1,200-metre benchmark, 72, where, well, I, I've been with, uh, I was with Sensor on the French Up. Uh, it comes up here to Sydney. Or say, I assume it's come looking for wet tracks. There's a reason it's up here. Um, drawn close to the fence. Hopefully can hold enough position there with Clippo on board. And at the each-way price, I'm, I'm happy to have a spec on it because uh, I'm done with Zarastro. And um, the other market leader, Kerr Royale, has trolled okay to come back for this. I think they're the, they're the main ones, um, as the market says. So uh, five from eight for me here. Yeah, no, I've, I've stuck with Zarastro. Um, third up, I think it gets its chance here. Going uh, the Sydney way, I think it can improve um, rather than the Melbourne way. This is a much easier race than the first two first two starts. Um Willing to take the chances here now. It gets out to that sort of four fifty-five dollar mark, and uh, hope it can run well. Race six is a benchmark seventy-eight over the fourteen hundred meters. Uh, short price favourite again with McDonald on board. Is that the way you're going? Yeah, that is the way I'm going. That's um, got the Melbourne form, but the, it just looks too good for these. Uh, impressive first up. Could have a little bit of ability. He's got the right jockey and trainer here, um, and the right draw. Hard to beat. Yeah, I've got the same. It um, this is a like this is a midweek race at best, and it was pretty impressive first up. And I assume again has come up looking for the cut out of the ground, which it finds um, on top for me. Race seven, eleven hundred meter benchmark ninety four, where Andermatt resumed with a very impressive win at Warwick Farm. Comes here and the market reflects it, but if it repeats that effort, it's going to blow these away yet again, Beaver. Yeah, look. Only the one danger, uh, Dragonstone beat it by six last start. So uh, can't see where anything else is coming from. Space Boy will go along, give it the nice pace and tra- drag into the race. It's way too good. Race eight, <laughs> 1,600-metre benchmark, 78. McDonald and O'Shea, Dyer Mill, $2.30. It will be very hard to beat as well. Very nice. Uh, progressed lovely. Uh, progressed very well to that lovely win. At Warwick Farm, it should take the next step again here. And once again, going through the field, I struggled to find anything to beat it. So for now, on top as well. Yeah, look, uh, same, same. Um, going great guns. The first two runs uh, this prep in Australia have been outstanding. Coming off some really good form overseas. Uh, looks to be a horse that is on the way up. Race nine, benchmark 88, over 1,300 metres this time. Anything here? Uh, tricky little affair, this. Uh, I went looking down the market and I come up with Kinlock. Uh, it's one of its first two starts this preparation and no reason it can't continue on its winning way. It's um, probably in the market, shortest it's been for a while, but this is a small field with a number of chances. Uh, hopefully it can just sit off the pace here and, and bomb away at the end. I'm with you. The form around it's been good. It's been impressive both wins. It's uh, an each-way price, uh, at least was before scratchings, and um, a nice chance for someone else to win a race here. Uh, I'm with Kinlock as well. 
And we wrap up the 1,400-metre benchmark 78, where if the track's playing fair and we come down the outside, uh, I'm keen on Nick Spur here. It was a nice resumption at Canterbury, uh, making ground there, which isn't always easy. Comes here, drawn the right gate normally by this time of the day, but we'll know for sure by now. And is, an, again, an each-way price. I'm happy to be with it. In the last... Um, not L, yeah, If it we're on pace, too much cover, yeah, you know it's going to be, but perhaps a little disappointing last start. Uh, and I don't really want to talk about anything else here either. What have you found? Yeah, I found the same. I thought if there was any any chance of being able to run on down the middle of the track, Nick Asper could um, blow these away. Um, I thought his first up run was pretty good uh, at Canterbury on the sh- in the shorter straight. The longer straight would certainly suit, come from well back. Um, handles this thing out of the ground. We know that. So right trainer again, hard to beat. I thought there was a couple of others that presented some decent values, similarly different strokes if they can run on. Uh, it could be a danger. And if it seems to be on pace, um, don't leave you called it out. Yep. Um, that sums up our pretty quick thoughts at Randwick, actually. We got through that card quicker than I thought. Um, for progetracing.com, the Randwick quality. Don't know how wide we're going to be here. First leg, two Andermatt, four Blazing Miss. Second leg, eight. Uh, second leg, eight is three Die Mill. Yep. Uh, three Die Mill, four La Chevalier. We'll just throw one in there as insurance. Third leg, two Surf Dancer, three Kinlock, four O President, six Rustic Steel. Seven Taxu, and we'll come home with two Francesco Guardi, five Nick Asper, seven you called it, and 12 too much caviar. For Progret Racing, your best in value at Randwick Beaver. Yeah, it was um, a little bit hard to find a lot of value, actually, um, mm. unfortunately. So my value is going to be in race two, I think it was. No, race three. Number five, Freedom Square. Mm-hmm. And my best bet of the day comes up in race four, number four, Alias. I'm going to make, well, I feel a bit dirty now, but I had Andermatt as my best on the card. It's now $1.60, so throw Diamil in there as well. And my value, Sense of Honour, in race number five. We head to Caulfield for a card. We can uh, perhaps get our teeth into a little bit better here. Good four track. And we kick off with a benchmark 78 over the 1,400 metres. Uh, starting day for a little bit of a half midweek race. What are you thinking here? Yeah, looking for a bit of value in this. I've gone for number two, Tokarangi from the Moroni stable. Um, had some pretty decent form in group company uh, in New Zealand uh, where it had ran some really nice races, sort of over the, the mile plus um, distance. I thought it's first up run in a group two in Australia uh, back in October last year was pretty good. Uh, got well out of its ground at the hundreds and, and ran on nicely at Flemington in a good quality race. Um, was put out and brought back here sometime later. Uh, I think it's been about 200 days since its last start. Um, but only lightly raced. Um, I think it can run well in this if it's ready. It's got the three kilo claim, so it gets in at 58 and a half. Uh, got a watch on this. And the stable is absolutely flying too. Different it stable is. to what it was when it came over. So, um, yeah, good find there. I was with giving a couple of chance here. Uh, Bel Toro, so, stuck outside lead. 
uh, or wide outside lead uh, at Flemington and held on quite well behind Think and Fly. Uh, comes here and is around the $8.50 mark. Oliver going on helps. Hopefully you can find a bit of cover in a nice train there. And my old sparring partner is back again. I probably need an alarm for him. Uh, but Kulth is back. Cool. He's a talented horse. And um, Beaver probably knew from the moment this he saw this field that I was going to have something on it. And um, I did at the I price. Probably will. At, at the price, definitely. I'll uh, Just for my own sanity, I'll have something on it. But um, tricky race to start the day. Race two, we have the rest of the races of the Vobus. Um, so some, some good quality horses in perhaps average fields with the, the Vobus races throughout the afternoon. A 1,400-metre race two is next, where one of these is Cerulio Miss. Nice win last time was was Brave fighting off or fighting with Foxy Frieda in that race. This is a much weaker affair. I think Oliver will just go straight forward from the gate, and I can't see anything that's going to run past it. Yeah, look, uh, don't disagree there. My my concern was that it may not get to the lead if something like can Comica can, might Comica push tries up, yeah. to take on it, pushes up, and that was my only concern. And I, I sort of left it at the two of them as the main two chances, um, depending on who leads. Um, if if it has to sit outside of it, maybe uh, Comica can just kick and and win. But uh, Cyril miss for me, I think it's uh, probably a bit better horse. Yeah. Awesome. Race three is the 1,600-metre Vobus Guineas. What are you doing here? Yeah, good little race here. Um, three three horses that are in the market and then plenty of value outside of that for, for obvious reasons. They don't have uh, a great deal of form. Um, I've come up with Don Diego. Um, really liked its first up win at Pakenham. Uh, flew home, was really powerful on the line. And then I thought it was favourite last start. Um was really brave and could have almost won that against Vasmi, who probably at Sandown was just led and, and got along at the, the right pace and it was harder to go past them. I think here, just fit it out to the 1600. It's right up its alley. Uh, drawn 12, can get into the running line. Uh, I like Don Diego. I just went the other way um, to Tobe Shaw. Nice win rolling along on pace at Packham last time to set up for this. I think it gets map favours here again. Uh, and it will be hard to run past. Yeah, um, you meant what you mentioned, right? Don Diego. Just a bit concerned about if it goes right back where it gets in the run, but um, definite chance. Yeah, that was mine. Yeah, and as the market says, Chartreuse is in this as well. But um, I was with two B, two B Shaw on top. The two thousand meter Gold Heath comes up race four, where uh, just look at now. Grand Slam's been backed overnight. It was stuck outside lead. Last start and quite brave again. It's a, it's actually a spot Jamie Carr seems to find quite a bit outside lead and seems to get beaten quite a bit. Um, so forgiving it there, I think it gets all the favours here. It should roll right forward. And if it does, will be very hard to run past. Uh, but I'm not telling it the market's not. Ain't no deal done. A nice resumption. Big concern is second up after 500 days. and might want to see one more um, just to get over that. But third up. Oh, third, third up. Sorry, third up. Yeah. No, it is third up. So I think it's cherry long. ripe. So it may well be cherry ripe and may have a better run if um, Grand Slam doesn't push right forward. But sticking with Grand Slam as one of the better bets on the card, uh, it sounds like you're the other way. I am the other way. Um, like this third up uh, horse on the way up, I think out to the 2,000 metre now is perfect. Uh, thought it thought, uh, needed the run last start and... Um, 
gets the gets the three kilo pull in the weights here from Grand Slam. I think that may be enough to turn the tables and get the win. Race five is the eleven hundred meter gold dash, where I um well I was very keen on Caesar Step last time. Not quite sure from gate one if I'm as keen now. See, it, it seems to be why horse needs to settle and get itself into some clear air. So I was with Ice Picnic. Uh, it's done nothing wrong. Both wins have been pretty impressive. Linda Meach is very good at going forward on these and was happy to uh, be with it. Um, from Scissor Step, obvious danger. And uh, that's probably the end of it for me. Give me pay. You can completely forgive that heavy track run. It, it's better than that. What were your thoughts here? I stuck with Scissor Step because I just liked the win so much last start. Yeah. I had the same reservations as you given the barrier draw. But I think with the small field that I'm just hoping it can get off the fence Damien uh, at Lane's the right a, time. Damien Lane's one of the better gate one jockeys too. He's quite happy to yes. try and sneak through a gap there. That's right. So he, hopefully they can get it off the fence early enough. I just think this horse has got a bit of ability. Um Ice Picnic, obviously, one, two from two and from the right stable. Uh, this is probably the hardest race it's it's had to um, come up against. Uh, but obviously, it will be hard to go past. It'll probably lead here. Um, yeah, but I just hope, I think the other one might be just a bit too strong. Cool. Uh, Quaddy kicks off with the tw- two-year-olds over 1,200 metres, where Bello Bow, you could argue, should probably still be undefeated. Uh, who are you? Who are yeah. you backing here? I think it's the best bet on the card. Um, yeah, look, um, didn't have a lot of luck last start. And prior to that, was pretty dominant um, in all its wins down in uh, Tasmania. I think here is perfect draw. Um, and, yeah, I think it takes care of these. I, I tend to agree with you. Uh, I have it on top for all the reasons you've said. I thought the the one I will have something on just because I just missed it, the big odds last time, and it's $16 again. Uh, Over Shady was very brave doing the hard work at uh, Bendigo. Uh, yeah, Bendigo it was. Um, and may f- have a similar setup here and just is over the odds to some of these, but very hard to beat Bellow Bow. 1,200-metre gold sprint, race seven. Our mate's back again. What are we doing here? Which mate's that? Shelby. Shelby. Yes, interesting. Let's be honest. If you've if you've uh, made money off it the last six weeks, you've got to have something on this race. Hundred percent. Um, the fact is, I haven't. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's that problem. <laughs> I haven't backed it in any of its starts, so I don't think I'll be starting now. Um, it's been out for a long time, but uh, still seems to be running well. Um, I'm going for Lombardo. Um, I, I was a little bit disappointed last start, uh, but in the boat was just outstanding. Uh, just ran along and kicked away and killed them. And, you know, it was very hard to chase chase them home from there. Prior to that at Morfordville, uh, ran really well. Um, so it is a little bit of a tricky horse um, to catch, uh, sort of. Has one seven from fourteen. Um, I think it can run really well here. Absolutely, yeah. Um, no arguments here. I, I, I'm sticking with Shelby. I think it's uh, been tangling with your nature strips of the world and and um, Eduardo's and comes here. If it's still with us, will run well, especially at the price. Again, you might get better on a day. Swatsat looks obvious through 
the fourths and fifths in the group, big group ones, but it's now been a long time since she's actually won a race. So it does leave Lombardo as a good bet here and potential potential map favours as well. Um, there's not a lot of actual pace in this race, I don't think. So uh, interesting race, but I think they're the main ones. Race eight is the Vobus Gold Mile, and uh, I am going to stick with a horse that's won the last two years, Sosi Bon. Uh, nice return there, just gassed out late at Bendigo, and um, at the each way price, I think will run well again here because this is there's a long tail in this field. Um, I think it's a very good chance. I think Adela Moore is the up and comer and obviously fits. And as the market suggests, Junipal is. Uh, a former good horse, but just hasn't done it for a very long time now, and I don't really want to dive, be diving into it. So I, I've got Sosi Bon on top. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I've got a Delamore. Uh, really like the way it let down last start, second up, uh, up to at, at Caulfield. Uh, again, gets in here with with a featherweight of fifty three, so it gets a pull in the weights four from Junipal, seven from. Uh, Sosi Bon, so really well weighted, drawn two, which means it can stay off the fence if it wants. Uh, look, yeah, I agree. It's the, the young horse on the way up, and um, you know, even if you look at it's already had starts over 1600, 2000, and ran really well in group races. Um, I think it's a nice bet. And we wrap up the day with the 1100 meter Bell Stakes, the where Extreme Warrior resumes. Are you with it, Beaver? Well, you've got to go with it. I mean, this horse has got huge wraps on it um, and, you know, it's been well found in markets in much bigger races than this and won some really good races and won them easy. Um, if it has the ability that they think it has, it should be taking care of these. It's drawn well enough um, and weighted well enough. Um, had to had to keep a watch on my old mate, La Mexicana. Um, it's, it's tried okay and should be primed for a good first up tilt here. Uh, generally goes pretty well fresh. So it, it could be one at the odds. Yeah, Extreme Warrior. It seems to be the groundswell horse of the of the day, doesn't it? It's just hmm. the, the male's out. The three trials ready for this have been good. It, uh, it is a good horse. I think sets up well here in a an okay race and is on top as well. I think Bless Her is the place bet of the day. Should be swooping and... Um, Little Blake McDougall hopefully can get us into a place there and uh, General Bow will run along and give you a sight. I want to see something from the Mexicana. Once the mares sort of stop, they I'd like to see him start again before I really get interested. But um, maybe a bit, a bit more of an interesting program than Sydney provides. You've got a quaddy, a best and a value for pro-group racing. Yeah, so my quaddy uh, first leg starting in race six uh, number one, Bello Bow. And number nine, Holo Luaja. Number two. Yep. In the second leg, I have gone number two, Shelby 66. Number five, Lombardo. Number ten, number Eight, Paul's Regret. Number 10, Typhoon Harmony. And number 12, Swat's That. Yeah, good inclusion, Paul's Regret. I like it. In the third leg, I've gone number one, Sosi Bon. Number six, Umgawa. Number 12, Adela Moore. Yep. 
And in the last, I've gone number two, general bow. Number seven, bless her. Number eight, la Mexicana. And number nine, extreme warrior. Very good, Beaver. Have you got a best in value? Yes, I do. My best was race six, number one, Bellow Bow. And my value bet is in race eight, number 12, Adela Moore. Beautiful. I'm going to make my... What have I done here? Interesting. Uh, my value, Shelby 66. And I've got... Um, I've written down my best as Scissor Step, but I might have been in a Kenny Calendar sort of mood there. Um because I think Ice Picnic will give it a race. Uh, I'll make my best Extreme Warrior in the last. Not really shaking anything up there, am I? But anyway, um, anything up north, we've got... I just see the blue colours are launching a bit of an assault at Morfittville, so you can follow them throughout the day there, the Godolphin team. But um, we head towards the Queensland Winter Racing Carnival, which we'll cover off the feature races on this show. You got anything for us tomorrow? Yeah, I've got a couple up at Doombin. Uh Race three, number one, Yiska. Will be super hard to beat. I've got... So I had one here, and now it looks like... Oh, yes, race five, number 16, Delexo. Yep. Race seven, number four, Prince of Boom. And race eight, number four, Kukaracha. Looks like some good betting at Doombin tomorrow. Good job, Beaver. Good luck over the Anzac Day long weekend. Hopefully a few, a couple of two-up results go your way as well. Good luck to all the punters this long weekend. Take care, and we'll talk to everyone next week. Catch you soon, guys.